welcome to the second episode of this series of podcasts on India's tour of Australia. Uh, thanks to all those who listened to our first episode. We really appreciate the encouragement and the feedback that people have given us. That helps us, you know, come up with more uh, of these episodes. Finally, we had the international cricket uh, get underway after a long break. Uh, it was an absolute feast for cricket fans. Action throughout the day yesterday on Friday with uh, India versus Australia ODI and two T20s happening between New Zealand, uh, West Indies and uh, South Africa and England. Uh, the T20s were a little more fun, uh, more co close contests decided uh, in the last over. However, it's the India versus Australia ODI that we are going to talk about. Uh, and I'm joined by Uday and Sharath. Uh, hope uh, both of you had followed the game yesterday. Uh, Uday, how did you feel about the game? Hi, Manohar. Uh, I think uh, we followed the game very closely. We were chatting on the WhatsApp all the time. Um, it was a close contest, uh, even though India lost by a huge margin. I think uh, it's good to see Indians not giving up in the middle and trying to win it till the last. That's great. Uh, how about you, Sharad? How did you find the game? Uh, hi, Manohar and Uday. Yeah. Uh, so, I was closely watching the first ODI. Uh, definitely not the result what we wanted. But yeah, uh, it's great having uh, ODI cricket back after many months. So it's exciting. Exciting series ahead. Yeah. Yeah, even though India may have lost the first, but there are two more to play. And let's hope uh, the Indian team bounces back. I also just wanted to tell our viewers uh, that we have a very special guest today uh, to share his views about the match. That's a surprise. Now, India came out with a retro jersey uh, yesterday, uh, but it was not just the jersey that was retro, uh, but almost all, the, all about the game, right? Australia's big first inning score, India's below par bowling and, you know, the catching, especially fielding. And finally, the manner of defeat. So we are going to start talking today uh, about that first. So Uday, just summarize the overall, uh, you know, batting performance by Australia. They performed uh, like how Australia used to perform all the time. So the strong uh, opening partnership from Finch and Warner, uh, that's what we expect from them uh, when they play in the home conditions. Uh, Finch actually played so well and he timed the ball right from the ball one. And Warner is Warner, right? He always has the consistency brand attached to him. Um, and after the Hughes opening partnership, I think the best thing that uh, I found watching is uh, the way Steve Smith came out to bat and the way he started timing the ball and finding the gaps right from the ball one. And uh, I mean, even though he is a little lucky with the DRS decision that went uh, against India, uh, the way he turned up and uh, the way he scored runs is brilliant. And uh, a special mention to Maxwell uh, scoring at more than... Uh, 200 strike rate and the way that he hit a six uh, reverse sweeping is uh, definitely worth watching. Yeah, there's been a lot of uh, chatter on Twitter about uh, Maxwell hitting uh, six against India, whereas he hasn't hit a single six in the IPL. Do you, what do you think, uh, Sharath, would have been KL Rahul's uh, reaction from behind the stumps? I think he would have been disappointed very much if uh, considering uh, Maxwell in his uh, Maxwell considering his uh, below par performance in the IPL. 
but yeah uh, i think the more important uh, thing we need to observe here is the, ro- the role that has been defined to maxwell and this team but that is that is like that is where lagging in this ipl in his, in his uh, uh, kings 11 punjab team yeah that is that is the thing we need to observe uh, in point of uh, maxwell that's an interesting point let's uh, come back to that uh, so uday i mean india started off uh, in a bowling wise with uh, you know shami and uh, bumrah but uh, there's been concern about bumrah not picking wickets in the power play uh, what do you read of that i mean bumrah's performance in odis has not been great uh, at least in this year if i am correct i think he only picked a couple of wickets considering 300 odd runs in one, one days in 2020 so the series that he played in new zealand uh, and this series i guess the problem with jaspreet uh, bumrah is going to be like uh, batsmen are going to be defensive and they're not going for attacking shots against him knowing the quality of the bowler that he is now and uh, bumrah is uh, bumrah has to find a way to pick wickets even when batsmen are not attacking him and uh, th- that is going to be the biggest challenge that bumrah is going to face uh, going forward in his career right and uh, you know what about the spinners uh, i know that chahal went for the most expensive ever uh, for an indian spinner uh, but he seemed to be you know bowling well especially in the first uh, you know three or four overs uh, what do you make of that today chahal actually uh, bowled uh, brilliantly in his starting overs but uh, what i feel is he had the lack of a proper partner in his bowling uh, partnership affected him the most uh, i think the best bowler that india had that day is uh, mohammad shami shami bowled brilliantly and uh, while chahal was bowling uh, jadeja and uh, i think some of the overs were even uh, bowled by bumrah but no one actually built up the pressure from the other end so that chahal can attack more uh, that that sums up the performance uh, from the other indian bowlers uh, except uh, shami right also uh, sharat uh, we saw a lot of catches uh, being uh, you know uh, given away uh, at this level you expect uh, you know them to take those catches so do you think uh, that in the end was the difference absolutely absolutely uh, and another despotic fact is that india's bowling language uh, seems to be dropping as said by virat kohli after 25 uh, 25 overs Uh, <clears throat> we need to we expect uh, india to be professional in the, at this international level but yeah it's an excuse that uh, they are after the ipl such a long ipl and they are uh, mentally fa- tired with the bub- biosecure bubble for almost 3 to 4 months yeah but that's not a good sign with long format ahead right now you know uh, we talk about steve smith uh, he's been a great uh, test match batsman but coming into the solid platform built by warner and finch yesterday he just took off i mean he scored 100 what almost uh, 80 balls so how, how do you uh, see that performance uh, and you know especially with the test series coming up uh, uday if i'm correct uh, steve smith scored it in 65 odd balls uh, which is the third fastest for an australian in one days uh, the performance looks absolutely brilliant for me as i said earlier uh, the way that he timed the ball from right away from the ball one and uh, the way he found those gaps especially uh, shows the quality of the batsman that he is and uh, 
you know people don't become a world number one batsman for just a reason right they know how to come back after a long time they know how to you know fight the tough situations and and show them the class that they have and especially the six that he hit over extra cover uh, i think in the bowling of uh, um saini uh, actually showed them the 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 class that the steve smith is all about and uh, definitely uh, not good omens for india um, already uh, steve smith has a brilliant record against india in tests so uh, we have to find out a way to control him and uh, special plans has to be made to uh, attack steve smith uh, in his weaker spots if there are any and try to pick him as early as possible or else he's going to take away the series again from india you're you're right on the money when you say they're bad omens uh, with this form at least now let's switch to india's batting uh, we thought that it was a good partnership 50 odd for the first wicket mayank agrawal was you know timing the ball well dhawan was also into the groove uh, it's just uh, not india's day right i mean uh, sharat what do you what do you make of that 50 uh, initial partnership uh i think that's a good partnership considering we got uh, uh, 15 odd runs in the first over of mitchell stark uh, i think mitch mayank agarwal could have capitalized on the start he got a uh, bit of uh, disappointment that he has uh, that he has given a rash shot uh that the big point in our batting order is the partnership between hardik pandya and shikhar dhawan the big plus is the innings of hardik pandya uh, coming he is coming into the series with the pressure that he needs uh, he needs a big innings from the bat considering that he will not bowl in the series uh, that is a big one one big positive that india can take from this first ordi right now we, virat kohli was uh, on the field even before mayank could you know exit the uh, 30 yard circle so that was how keen uh, for him to get onto the field however he did start well uh, you know six and couple of excellent boundaries but the shot at which he got out uh, what do you make of that charat i am a bit surprised by virat kohli's shots like aggressive intent from the, from the ball one but that is how they have decided to play this series manohar right right now uh, uday uh, let's talk about uh, shreyas ayer's uh, dismissal i am doubting if he'll raise his bat next time even if it's a 50 or 100 what what do you think of that <laughs> that's a good one i think uh, it's a one time thing that happens for any batsman um, as sunny bhai says the you keep your bat as a periscope and it takes the edge and keeper's catch keeper catches it and uh, I, i don't think uh, it worries him much uh, you know shreyas ayer is a positive player he comes out of tough situations and uh, he is the future for india Uh, probably the most probable candidate for the indian captaincy for after virat kohli so uh, i don't think uh, it's going to affect his uh, preparation or the way that he plays uh, uh, cricket anymore but uh, just a bad day for him yes uh, bad days uh, for bad day for most of the indian players uh, including kl rahul Uh, again he didn't uh, stay at the crease for long ideally we would have wanted him to you know come to the party but that didn't happen right 
yeah it's unfortunate that he got out on a full toss uh, that to zampa uh, i think zampa would never have expected a wicket uh, for such a bad delivery but uh, cricket is a crazy game and uh, it, things like these happen all the time um and uh, kl rahul i think uh, is the right 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 player uh, that we are looking after ms dhoni uh, to guide india in that uh, critical position i think he has got all the attributes uh, to make him a great uh, finisher or uh, nudge the game towards a finish so that the killing power of hardik pandya or probably manish pandey could take it over from there uh, but yeah uh, things like this happen all the time right the innings of hardik pandya like probably that was one of the you know only major positives to have come out of the game yesterday uh, do you think uh, you know this this sorts well for the uh, next uh, couple of games and probably for the p20 yes yes that would take a lot of confidence from hardik pandya even as well uh, i think that innings has defined uh, has made a good confidence booster for hardik pandya i could say yeah i hope so now the australian bowling let's talk about that uh, mitchell stark was initially i would say a bit off the radar he at the end came back and took uh, shami's wicket but uh, and and same for uh, pat cummins as well who has had a good uh, you know amount of uh, wicket off late at ipl uh, do you think you know that's going to affect uh, the australian bowling lineup or do you think it was just a you know long time coming for them as well uh the way that uh, mitchell stark started uh, some sit up uh, i think he looked out of color all the, all through the game even while he came for the second spell uh, you, we saw the way that he is bowling cross uh, seam bowling rather than uh, getting it onto the seam uh, it it uh, shows that uh, i think he needs more time to get into the groove uh especially i think uh, he he hasn't played uh, cricket for a while uh, except the shafield shield that is going on the international cricket is a different ball game uh and coming to pat cummins uh, he is a world class bowler man uh, we 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 can't even talk about the uh, ability and qualities that pat cummins possesses and uh, definitely is going to come back strong in the next coming games right uh Sharat we talked about Adam Zampa taking that wicket of uh, KL Rahul but he also picked up three other wickets uh, including uh, Pandya and uh, Dhawan at crucial moments uh, otherwise who knows how, what would could have happened uh, in, in the Australian bowling lineup probably we thought he's that one bowler whom Indian batsmen could target but at the end uh, he did pick up all those wickets so there is no let up uh, by the Australian bowlers again going back to the early days I agree with you, Manohar. Uh, Zampa has been absolutely brilliant. Slowed up, slowing up the balls, using his pace, varying his pace in the air. That has given him the wickets, bearing the full toss ball for Virat uh, KL Rahul. Yeah, I think along with Adam Zampa, Hazlewood has been exceptional. The way he has come back after Stark, uh, after Stark's first over, taking the wickets of uh, Virat Kohli, Mayank Agarwal. I think a lot of characters has to be given to him. Uh, I, in my opinion, uh, uh, Hazlewood should be the man of the match uh, because when a team scores 375 and the other team uh, closely scoring around 300, uh, the credit should be given to uh, Hazlewood, kind of bowler, exceptional with his length, consistency with his length, and the way he has set up higher and he got wicket of 
uh, Virat Kohli. I think he is my man of the match for yesterday's match. Well, uh, the commentators uh, disagreed and they gave it to Steve Smith, right? But uh, that's that's just how the game goes. Uh, maybe more batsman friendly. Now let's switch gears and try to uh, understand. Uh, as we said, uh, you know, look up into the next game. Uh, one we talked about Hardik Pandya's uh, innings. A- any other positives for India? Even though India lost the game, um, I think the biggest positive is uh, like how they didn't give up in the middle. So probably India of 90s or 2000s, what they're going to do is like once they lost four or five wickets, uh, I think they they'll close the game uh, losing by 100 or 200 runs margin if the target would have been 370. But bringing it uh, until 320s uh, is really one good thing. Um, kudos to even Dhawan, we haven't spoke about that. The way he actually uh, switched the gears and uh, gave the driving seat to Hardik and controlling the innings in the middle overs uh, is definitely commendable. And uh, yeah, uh, even uh, I mean, I'm more concerned about bowling rather than batting. Right now, uh, we have talked about the retro jersey, and that reminds me that we have a very special guest today. Uh, Akhilesh, uh, please uh, comment on what you felt about the retro jersey, uh, and uh, of course, the big Baijo's logo, logo in, in, in the middle. Yeah, the retro jersey was obviously good to see. Uh, India also joined the bandwagon uh, following other teams in going retro. Obviously, for the people of younger generations, uh, especially a decade and a half. So, India, when early, India were uh, wearing a very light shade of blue from there to going very dark. Obviously, it was very good to see. And hopefully it can bring about a change in fortunes as well. And coming to the Baiju's logo, I guess uh, it looked like we were playing for a Baiju's team rather than Indian team. So it looked a bit surprising. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good uh, assessment. Now, uh, again, the defeat was, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, you know, bad. But what do you think Virat or Ravi Shastri would be telling uh, the team uh, to come up from here. What, what do you, if you were both of them, what would be you be telling to the rest of the team? Obviously, considering India's form in 2020 uh, in ODS, especially it's not been quite good. So, without uh, especially stressed on it in the post-match presentation, that uh, we are going to bring about a lot of positive intent, and I think that's what India lacked not only in 2020 but. Even before as well, as India couldn't perform well in uh, big tournaments. So, if India can follow those, uh, I guess uh, it could be a very good step in the future. Thanks, Aklesh, uh, for your comments. Uh, we will try to have you more often in our uh, podcast series. Thank you so much for joining today. Okay. Now, we have talked about, uh, you know, so much, conf- so much, uh, about the Indian batting and that one thing that was missing was Rohit Sharma. Now, Sharath, what do you make about this entire confusion? Uh, Rohit is coming to Australia, not coming to Australia. There's so many discussions. What do you make of it? 
I think the better communication between two fans and uh, between the players could have saved a lot of unnecessary speculation. External communication is always not a uh, not a good thing uh, from BCCA perspective. That is not handled well in Rohit's issue. See, that is a simple process. Before any selection, uh, team physio will be handling all the uh, medical reports of each and every player who is available for the series. The players who are not available or uh, are carrying an injury will obviously not be. Uh, it will not be in the squad, and the selectors have nothing to do with that. But I think Rohit playing in the IPL, despite uh, BCCI ruling him, him out, has added to that confusion in my sense, Manu. Okay, uh, Uday, any any concluding remarks from you on that? Um, as uh, Jahir Khan uh, summed it up, I think uh, Rohit Sharma playing uh, IPL, I think it is being uh, drawn out of proportion. Uh, a person, uh, especially a sports person, can assess his fitness. And uh, the way Rohit played in the IPL finals actually showed us uh, he's fit enough to play a 2020 format. Probably that is why he has taken the call and uh, and and uh, played the IPL finals. Uh, but uh, definitely the way BCCI handled the things uh, is is uh, pretty bad. Uh, the way. Uh, you know, Virat Kohli came out and said he has no communication with Rohit Sharma. And the only communication that he received is through emails. Uh, is not a good sign for Indian cricket. Instead, uh, it's a simple uh, press release by BCI ahead of the captain's interview would have cleared things up. Uh, I don't know. Uh, BCI always goes for this damage control rather than uh, being proactive and uh, clearing these confusions. Uh, also, there are several hints. Uh from the interviews of uh, Rai Shastri and Saurav Ganguly that they didn't want Sharma to take part uh, in IPL no longer. But despite that, uh, Rohit Sharma, we have seen Rohit Sharma in the playoffs and also playing a good knock in the finals. That shows him the priority of IPL over the national teams. So that, that, is, that is where uh, BCCI need to be a bit stricter. Uh, they need to make a clear assessment that uh, players who are, who are being carrying injury should, shouldn't play IPL no longer. So. Uh, BCCI needs to be a lot stricter in that sense, I feel. That's a very uh, valid point, uh, both of you. Uh, hopefully, we, we'll have some sense uh, you know, going forward. And uh, probably that's a topic in itself which we could debate uh, over uh, another podcast, which is uh, franchisee cricket over country cricket. Now, the other issue that we wanted to talk about today was uh, the case of the missing Indian all-rounder. Well, uh, the name seems to be of uh, reminding of a Sherlock Holmes storyline, but uh, it's really the lack of sixth and seventh uh, bowling options for India. We, we took uh, into the game five bowling options, and when even one of them didn't click, there was no other backup, right? So Uday, I know that we have been uh, you know, looking for that for a long time, somebody who could stay in the team, uh, maybe somebody like uh, Ben Stokes, etc. What do you think is a problem why we haven't had any Indian all-rounder? India is uh, always short of all-rounders and uh, the advent of Hardik solved it uh, partially. That's why he is lauded so high and even got compared to Kapil Dev after the innings in Sri Lanka. Right. But uh, it's so unfortunate that he got injured and it, it might take time for him to bowl again. And uh, th that's the uh, main problem that India is facing right now. And we also have to think uh, who, who filled that position earlier. 
right? So we have uh, Kedar Jadav uh, who can roll his arm and bowl those crucial middle overs whenever required, right? So uh, we haven't found the right replacement for Kedar Jadav in the ODI squad, uh, who has contributed a lot in the last uh, couple of years. Uh, and, uh, and you have to start looking at this problem more seriously. Uh, our, uh, they have to assess how quickly Hardik can bowl. And if it is going to happen soon, uh, it's okay. But if it is going to take time, we, we have to make certain sacrifices to get the team balance right rather than finding great batsmen or great bowlers. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, let's, let's talk about uh, the late 90s or early 2000s even when we had you know players like Sachin, Saurav, Sehwag, even Yuvraj, who used to, you know, may not bowl uh, 10 overs at a stretch, but uh, even 5-6 overs in the middle and sometimes, you know, take uh, wickets with their golden arms. Now, Sharat, where do you think uh, today's batsmen, uh, you know, somebody like Ashikhar Dhawan or, uh, you know, Virat Kohli as well, that they haven't been able to, you know, not even focus on their bowling? Is, is that going to hurt uh, India in the long run? Uh, look, uh, India doesn't have an obvious, obvious solution for this right now. Uh, every time you think of having someone who can bowl in the lineup, uh, we are thinking that we are solving a problem, but rather we are creating another problem that is a lack of batsmen in the lineup. So, uh, look, every every good team has a six specialist batsmen. Uh, ideally, India needs someone who can bowl in the top six, but that unfortunately not going to happen. Uh, so, uh, I feel investment uh, in players like uh, Shreyas Yadav, uh, Shreyas Ayar, Manish Pandey is more important is more important than worrying about short term fix. So, I would I would continue with five specialist bowlers. I would be I would be patient and rather consider how 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 to strengthen the five specialist bowlers. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. That that's a good uh, line of thought. Uh, now, now let's coming uh, into the next uh, second ODI, which is tomorrow. Now, Uday, do you expect any change uh, in in the personal uh, or even a strategy like bowling a spinner in in the first ten overs or, or anything that you can think of? Definitely no. I think uh, the pitch is uh, absolute. Uh, Sub, uh, absolute uh, support for the batsman. It's as flat as it could be. Um, only thing that I would like to see is uh, some more intent uh, from, you know, the third fast bowler, whoever it could be. I'm not sure whether it's going to be Saini or is he going to be replaced by Natarajan. But uh, Sh- Shami and uh, Bumrah are, are world-class fast bowlers and they would definitely come up. But uh, the third fast bowler has to perform well, show certain intent and uh, bowl better line and lengths. Uh, Sharath, do you agree to that, uh, that we could see a uh, change in Saini or you would want to give him one more cap? Uh, I think it would be very hard to uh, to replace Saini. Uh, I think India is looking for a long-term investment in, in terms of Navdeep Saini. The only thing that he has to do is go back to his drawing board, learn from his mistakes and get his rhythm back. That is absolutely necessary for India right now. Let's uh, look at it from an Australian perspective. Uh, almost everything seemed to go perfectly for them, except maybe the injury to Steinis. Now, Uday, do you think, uh, who do you think will replace uh, Steinis if he doesn't make the squad tomorrow? I feel uh, Sean Abbott is a very good replacement. Uh, he is an excellent fast bowler and um, he, he has contributed well in the Sheffield Shield tournament with the bat as well. 
if I'm not wrong, he averages more than 100 uh, in the recent times. And uh, he, sh- he should be the one who is playing. But uh, considering they need for a batsman who can bowl, they might even look at uh, green. Um, but but anyone is fine. Uh, both of them are uh, very good players and they should replace uh, um, Stoinis quite easily in the squad. Right. Now, uh, Sharad, do you agree to that or do you have anyone else in your mind? Yeah, uh, I would like to add a point to this. Uh, see, that's a huge blow to Australia, uh, losing out Stoinis in the first ODI itself. We have seen how he has uh, taken off the pressure from uh, Mitchell Stark, mainly getting that six overs for 25. Though he hasn't taken a wicket, he has he made he made sure that Stark is uh, uh, Stark uh, is off the pressure. Uh, but I think um, uh, Australia want to play Ashton Agar. Ashton Agar would be a choice for me. Uh, with uh, he can bowl, uh, he can that he can add that variety to the bowling lineup with being the left arm spinner. Uh, uh, so yeah, he can bat a bit also. So I would prefer Ashton Agar. So it seems like Australia have uh, a problem of plenty, whereas we do not uh, seem to have uh, that much luxury. We'll probably stick to the same uh, bowling lineup. Now, let's let's conclude uh, with uh, this bit. Some prediction for tomorrow, uh, Uday. What do you think w- will happen from your side? Uh, I feel India would. Uh come back stronger and uh, win the match tomorrow because uh, the series is on the line and uh, no complacency, especially with Virat and uh, Ravi Shastri. They will be stringent with the team practice, drills and uh, and the strategies. Uh, India should come back strong and win in the second one day. Okay. Uh, Sharath, uh, what, what are your thoughts on this? I agree with Uday. India is going to come back, come back much stronger, and we are going to level the series so that the third series, third match will be pretty much interesting. Wow! Now let's conclude today with uh, that hope, and we'll probably connect uh, next.